Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Clear Politics Takeaway for Tuesday, November 8th, Election Day. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of RCP. I'm Carl Cannon, Washington Bureau Chief. Well, Tom, it's finally here. Finally here. For us, this is like Christmas and New Year's, <laughs> all wrapped into one. Uh, so, Carl, actually, I don't like Election Day because it's one of those things for us we've been analyzing the data and looking at all this stuff. And then, you know, the day comes and it's like, it's kind of like a hurry up and wait thing. You got to sit here and wait for the polls to close and wait for the numbers to come in. And there's just not a lot happening on election day. And everybody's trying to read, well, you know, turnout lines in this area. And, oh, we had a, you know, glitch down in this county. And, you know, everyone's talking about wait lines and drop boxes and all sorts of stuff. It annoys me. Just being honest. Well, Tom, you know, you're going to do some television. I know this and and they fight over you at these networks to get your uh, wisdom on. But, you know, the only poll that counts now is the one is the election return. So what we've done until now doesn't matter what now it's now in the voters hands. And I kind of like that. That's really where it should be. Well, I mean, I I like that, too. And this is a culmination of, of two years of, you know, back and forth and a lot of speculation. And now we finally get to, you know, trying to read the tea leaves on what these polls mean. Are the polls right? Are they not right? Well, we'll know in about 15 hours or so when polls start closing, we start getting some numbers. So what do you think is going to happen today, Carl? Well, I, I, I'm pretty confident uh, that the House gavel will pass from Nancy Pelosi to a, her fellow Californian, not that they're close friends, and I don't even think they speak very often, Kevin McCarthy. I think that's going to happen. You know, it's it's hard. Look, it's hard for the president's party. It's, um, you, you, you know, an election between in 2020 is between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. An election in 2022 for many voters, many swing voters, independent voters, it's a referendum on the, on the president. And this president's job rating is low 40s. That's not high enough. There are problems in the country that the two parties uh, have a difference of agreement. What those problems are, the Democrats think that abortion and uh, a broader category that they call, you know, democracy, preserving democracy. And I guess a third category is Donald Trump. (laughs) That's what they think is important. What the Republicans are saying is important is inflation, crime. The southern border being, you know, basically unsecured, uh, and and sort of woke wokeness run amok in in the schools and corporations and popular culture. So those are the issues they care about. And the, the you know the only voters that we really should be thinking about on election day are, are independent voters, independent minor voters, swing voters, whatever you call them, people who don't just go to the polls and vote for the R or the D. These are the people that matter. What we're going to find out is what independent voters, which which narrative that they find more compelling, which, which, what are the problems they care about? Well, it certainly seems like Republicans are poised for a good night. And the question is just how good is it? Is it just sort of a, you know, is it a little good and they win the house by a little bit and, and maybe, you know, win the Senate by a seat or is it, is it a red wave where they win a decent majority in the house and, and, you know, three seats in the Senate, or is it like, the best case scenario ever for Republicans where you'll see, you know, maybe it's 35 or 40 seats in the House and it's five or six seats in the Senate. And you'll see people like Patty, Patty Murray in Washington lose or, 
you know, Dick Blumenthal in Connecticut, which is a race that nobody's really talking about. Um, and, you know, Kathy Hochul in New York will go down and Gretchen Whitmer will go down and, um, you know, so we'll see. We don't know. Yeah. yeah you know, you asked my predictions and I kind of stall because I'm, I don't yeah, yeah, no, give you predictions, you're, but yeah, I'm pretty wimpy about that, but. You were pretty wimpy and, and I didn't force the issue, Carl. I could have, no, but I didn't. I'll let you get by you, with it. You're, you're, you're being uncommonly kind to me today and I appreciate it. But <laughs> it's I, election day. I, I would say this though, Tom, if the, if you have that scenario you described where the Republicans really run the table, what you'll have in the Democratic Party is some recalibration and, and, you know, and it'll be more what, what politicians always say is our communication was bad. We didn't really tell the voters how great we are, but that's, they, they sort of say that, but in, in the inner party councils, it's more than that among the donor community, the office holders, um, they'll say, no, we, we, you know, we got hijacked by our, our, our culture, you know, our elite cultural warrior base and, and our donors that we need to do better than that. So, that's the aftermath is always interesting huh? because the reason we have close elections is because the parties, they don't want to get wiped out. <laughs> you know, they, they want to, they, they want to compete in the very next, and they want to compete soon, like the next election cycle. And I think if, if you had a wipeout like that, what you'll see is, is a discussion more openly about how maybe the Democrats move Joe Biden off the stage in 2024 and begin and begin and begin formal, formulating a, a message that's a more traditional Democratic Party message in that it appeals to working class people, not just college educated elites. Okay, let me challenge you on that. And I'm going to okay. read something from this was in this morning's Politico, their playbook, right? This is the insider publication, right? It says, for all the fretting, Democratic fretting about lack of cohesive midterm messages, they argue the White House did its job. They executed a policy agenda that gave candidates more than enough to campaign on, giving them a fighting chance in what was destined to be an uphill battle. Uh, as one Biden campaign alum told us last night, quote, usually the president's party gets absolutely destroyed. It's usually catastrophic. Often they're avoiding the president's agenda. If you look at what Dems are running on, it's the president's agenda. They're all embracing it. And then Politico writes, the aid isn't wrong. Biden's agenda has stayed resilient in polling. It's far from the drag that, say, the Affordable Care Act was on Dems in 2010. The problem for Biden is that while his agenda hasn't become an albatross for his party, reality has. Now, um, <laughs> first that's of all, a, look, that's not, a, that's not a bad analysis. I don't disagree with any that's of that. That's a shit analysis. Are you kidding me? <laughs> His, his agenda isn't the problem. Reality is as if his agenda has nothing, no connection to reality, his agenda on energy or immigration or any of these things. I mean, it's, but that's not the point well, I want to make. I do not want to sit okay. here. Hold on. The point is, right. will there be, I mean, will there be calibration? And at what point you said, if it's, a, if it's a great GOP night, if it's a red tsunami, but if it's a, you know, if Dems, if Republicans pick up, let's say 20, 20 seats in the house and, one or two Senate seats. So they win control of both, but it's not an overwhelming victory. This does not sound to me what I just read you. If the White House really thinks Biden's agenda is great and everybody's running on it, that you know, if they don't get blown out tonight, there will be no calibration. There will be no pivot. There will be no, um, you know, there will be no change. There will be no lessons learned. You agree yeah, with I, that? I agree. I, I do agree with that, Tom. And, and, and in, a, in a way, if you think the Democratic Party is is becoming a little unmoored uh, in the same way that the Republican, some in, a lot of independents think the Republican Party did under under Donald Trump. It'd be better for the Democrats to either a win, you know, not you can't maybe not hold the House, but hold the Senate, win some of these governorships, 
uh, have very narrow losses in the house, um, then it would be, you know, th- th- that that might be the, the worst thing. It might be better for them to, to get blown out. And because then you, you can you can clean house, you can start over. You, a party, parties need to take stock of themselves now and then. I, I, I don't think that's unhealthy. Um, but either way, Joe Biden is not making any any new any noises or moves or acknowledgement like he doesn't think he can run again in four years. And this is going to whatever happens today, this is the conversation going to shift to that. Um, can he run again? And if not, if, if he shouldn't, how do they how do they ease him out? It's a it's a, a pro, you know, he Joe Biden turns 80 this month. The idea that he would run again for election at 82 is, is I, I think that's daunting to Democrats, no matter what happens today. Well, my prediction for what it's worth, um, which is not much, is that Republicans are going to win both houses, uh, the House and the Senate tonight, and Biden will announce very shortly that he is not running for re-election. They're going to move on from him. He's going to be under enormous, enormous pressure uh, to step aside and and do it quickly to to you know give everybody a chance. He's not he's not going to hold on for another year and then announce. Donald Trump's going to announce on the fifteenth, apparently, of November. Uh, at Mar-a-Lago. And so we may have the outlines of a presidential race within two weeks or three weeks or four weeks of the midterm election, which is faster than uh, it's ever been. But I think that's where both parties are. I think Donald Trump is raring to go. And I think the Democrats are will be eager to move on from Joe Biden as soon as this election is over. Tom, what what are the you 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 know Trump better than I do? What are the chances that he surprises everybody and says, "I'm not running. I, I've I, I, my candidates won. The Republican Party's in good hands. It's time to turn the next generation. Uh, of, we've got all these capable people: uh, Glenn Youngkin and Nikki Haley and and uh, Ron DeSantis, my friend, my Ron good friend, Ron, yeah. De, Ron DeSantis, uh, and we can friend. bring on. Hey, what are the what, what are, what are the chances of that? I think there's any uh, any possibility of that. Not unless he has a medical issue between now and November 15th. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It's Look, Donald Trump is a showman. He he would not be running around saying, you're going to be very, 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 very happy with my decision. And I'm going to have to probably do it again. He's telling these crowds all this stuff to disappoint them in two weeks and say, you know what? I've changed my mind or I was just joking or I was lying to you or whatever. I'm not doing it. He's doing it. I mean, Tom, when he I just said don't think that, there's any when, way when, that he doesn't do it at this point. When he said that we'd be very, very, very happy, I took that personally. I thought he was talking to me and I thought, oh, good. He's not going to run again. I think each party has a sort of a superstar in the wings in Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom, respectively. And I, 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 that would be the race I'd like to cover. But Donald Trump has not consulted with me. So, uh, and, well, and, and you've been you've been pretty solid this year in all your predictions, Tom. So I might have to defer to you this time. You may actually, uh, I think you're going to be disappointed with Trump's decision, but you may actually be finally get your wish and see Gavin Newsom run for president and be the Democratic nominee. Because <laughs> I know you've wanted that for like ten years. You've been talking about it. It's finally going to happen. All right, we're going to leave it there for today. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder, president of Real Clear Politics. And I'm Carl Cannon, and this has been the RCP Takeaway for Tuesday, November 8th, 2022, Election Day. Go vote.